Uh, time for me to warn you that it is possible that in the course of the next hour and 55 minutes or so you may hear some rough language or be introduced to uh, concepts you find unwholesome. If you fear that this is a possibility, clearly you should be listening to something else.
Hello, welcome to another edition of the Independent Music Podcast. That was the sounds of Ratatat. Uh, Ratatat are an American duo. Sort of, yeah. A bit dance, a bit rock, a bit weird. Been around a long time. Yeah, I reckon. Um, they've got a new record coming out. This is from the brand new record. I'm going to guess, because I'm a man who does no research, fifth album. Fifth album? Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> just out, out of the blue. Yeah, uh, could be fourth, could be sixth. Could be um, second. Oh, look, it's definitely not second. Well, anyway, regardless of how many it is, you're sounding very much brighter than you were last week. You, I think you've already put more energy into this one than the whole of the last hour combined. Look at that. In May 2015... Oh, no. May 2015, what year is it? It's 2015. Oh, no, it now. is the right year. Uh, in So this is their fifth album, Magnifique. See, you don't need to research because you've got such quality knowledge of music. <laughs> Yeah, still not feeling 100% if I'm completely honest, but basically I'm okay. Basically you're alright, you seem brighter. <laughs> but no, that's, uh, so what's the album called, did you the say? The album's called Magnifique, and that is the sort of um, filthily titled Cream on Chrome. And are they still on XL? Yep, as with uh, all of their albums, apart from one of the some remixes, have all been released by XL. See? So yeah, I quite like that, so it's perhaps a little bit more accessible than sometimes we do. But then sometimes I think that, you know, that we can sort of play silly dance music from the 70s or 80s or something and then, like, turn up our nose at, like, silly dance music contemporarily. Yeah. Well, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. How big a ratata? I mean, one of the criticisms you level at me, not criticisms, that's a bit harsh, but one of the things you level at me is, like, I have no idea how big artists are. Um, why well, I never succeeded well, signed, to ex- signed to Excel on the fifth album. I mean, I reckon ratata will do about a thousand tickets in London. I, no. can't, I, I couldn't tell you at all how many records they've sold, I've got. Absolutely no idea. No, I know. I have no, little ideas how many any records sell in like sort of the independent sector. But yeah. someone who does sell a decent quantity of records is. It's almost like we planned it. That was you shoehorning it in that time. Yeah, I'm sorry, listeners, that you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got to yeah, put up with this uh, torrent of silliness. But yeah, so straight in, <laughs> six minutes in, torrent of silliness. But yeah, we've, um, so speaking of artists who do, like, will definitely sell tickets and presumably sell fair few records because he's had plenty of them, this is brand new. This is the opening track from the new Venetian Snares EP. Excited to hear this.
Quite unmistakable sounds there of Venetian snares. It's a little bit cleaner than his last album, if you can believe that. If you haven't heard him before, I would say it's a bit cleaner and a little less, um, well, certainly less orchestral than some of his more recent records have been. Still, sort of going a bit chip tune on that. Yeah, I'd say a bit more. Whatever computer game that's for, I want to play it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh yeah, I was playing a, I was playing a computer game on um the iPad. What was it? Cause like mega hexagon, which has this insane chip tune soundtrack. Oh, that we can explore later. It's it's the most insane thing I've. I'm played. playing Dungeon Crawler two, but I've got it on mute, so I don't know what it sounds like. Okay, don't know what the soundtrack is. <laughs> nah, I just thought I'd just just shoehorn that in really. Yeah, but that's it. But that's the yeah, that's the new track from the new Venetian Snares EP. That's called Your Face When I Finally. And it's nice to hear Aaron carrying on his singing that he kicked off with. 
My Love is a Bulldozer. Um, I'm not sure how good his singing was on My Love is a Bulldozer, but I'm glad he was giving it a go. Or, or, or on that, to be fair. Yeah, what's sure he, sing- he said? Your face when I shit down your throat because you're a cunt? I think was that, that was what it. it says? Was that the lyrics? Congratulations on the first sea bomb of the podcast. <laughs> nice uh, nice lyrics, Aaron. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, poetic. <laughs> it's that's really, I yeah, I really love the timber, the sort of camber, the movement of it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, but the, the EP is called Your Face. It's out on 24th of July on Planet Mew, as most of his stuff is. And, yeah, you can pick it up on Planet Mew. Well, I was going to say planetmew.com, but that's not correct. It's www.planet.mu. M-U. I wonder what the country M-U is that they've used. Mauritius? Mozambique. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, Gareth. I'm going to go Mauritius. All right, okay. But you can pre-order it from there, and it's £7.99 for the vinyl, which is a bargain. Okay. I'm, I want to put on something that's um, like not like the same but different. Oh. I'm going to play some tapes. Uh, tapes is a London-based. Certainly pro- different. Yeah, but you know it's got this, it's got a little bit of that chip tune sort of um, sort of weird electronics edge to it. You get to try and make me put the planned it jingle no, again, no, like no. between no, every song. No, one one per cast is, is okay. one too many. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Tapes is a, is a London-based producer called Jackson. Uh, me and Gaz first sort of discovered him releasing on Jatari, uh, the fantastic digi-dub label when he was then based over in Germany. He's moved back to London and he's still producing great music and he's got his first sort of career, sort of like retrospective double vinyl compilation because a lot of his stuff's been released on 7-inch It's amazing here that that's coming out. Yeah, on a Japanese label. Yeah, I'm not great. familiar with the label before this, um, but... Yeah, so essentially it's got some new tracks on it, and it's got a lot of old, and I was going through them, it's out this week, because um, some of the singles we've got, but this, so I was going to play some new ones, and I wasn't quite so sure which one was my favourite, and then I found this track, uh, released in 2010 on Jatari, but never heard it. The bizarre thing is, like, Hissing Theatrics, which this is taken from, I think was also a kind of mini compilation album of other sevens he'd done. Hmm. I might have made that up, but I'm pretty sure that was what it was. Could be right. Um, so, well, anyway, here it is.
So when I said the same but different, it's just bollocks, really. No, it? no, I, I was going to say the exact opposite <laughs> thing because like, you can totally, yeah, it's well in Venetian snares records. There's usually like that one track or that one segment of a track it's where it's kind of a lot bits, yeah. more low and ambient and still a bit crazy, but yeah, which that was as well. There's a lot like going on, but it was lovely. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's great. It's all a good thing that you came along. It's uh, released in 2010 on Jatari Records, and you can pick it up either on his uh, uh, retrospective compilation or go back and get the uh, original. EP. I'm surprised. Uh, I'd be surprised if the EP, the original EP, is um, actually still go. Is still like available. Ah, it's Discogs, not eh? ah, but the, yeah, Discogs can pick it up. But yeah, a lot of that Jatari stuff does sell out. So it's yeah. so, um, yeah, probably quite hard to get your hands on unless you go to Discogs. I don't know how much it'll be on there, but yeah, tapes is great. Any new stuff from him that you know of well on the compilation it's got a few new tracks oh okay and I listened to one or two they were they were good but I was just listening to a few more and just came across that one like, what is this just decided that that was that was the one that really caught my ear incredible that that was five years ago to be honest I feel quite old now oh yeah it's like so good like that love of Jatari like kicked off what five six years ago yeah so all all of that when did, did, um, dub love? When did um the second Jatari, uh, the Tari Dubbers, Jatari Dubbers Part Two. That must have been. That must have been before that tapes the record. Yeah, that must have been two thousand nine. By the time of the end of the next song, we'll tell you for certain when it was. What have you got next, guys? Uh, but yeah, this is one from brilliant London label called Fortuna Records. This is Isan Al Munza. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was brilliant, Gareth. It sounds like Arabic library music or something. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Thought thought you might like that, yeah. I I really really enjoy that. It gets better the more I play it as well. It's one of those ones that you could fall deeper with. So who and what is responsible for this brilliant music? Yeah, so that is it's one that's been sat like on my to listen to pile for like a couple of weeks now. It's uh, Isan Al Munza. The track is called Jamila, and it's a nineteen. It's taken from a nineteen seventy nine album that's called Belly Dance Disco. You can see why I bought yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, yeah. The way the label describes it is intense belly dance disco workout from Lebanon maestro Isan Al Munza, and yeah, it's a belly dance. Oh, just I'm, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. That's it. I think it was like his first record. Uh, that, so the reissue. Well, it's not a reissue. It's a new record from Fortuna Records. It has like two tracks from that album on it. Um, it came out a couple of weeks back. The album has like 10 tracks and i think it was his first one he had like a load through like the 80s and yeah and fortuna records which has really done this reissue not quite a reissue what would you call that like a just a new release what it was released before it was, well, it was released in the set in 1979 yeah. as an album and then two tracks have been released now on Fortuna Records, so it's not—it's not technically speaking a reissue. I guess it is a reissue, kind of. Yeah, sort of. So the release, anyway, that's out now, and you can pick up from your local independent retailer. Um, are they at the indie label market by any chance? I don't think they are actually. I guess it's a little bit sort of like pointless me saying it. By the time this is broadcast, it's been finished. Yeah, but they might be at the next one. I think they're a London label. They—I got introduced to them a couple of years ago. They um. They they released one of the most brilliant like intense records I've ever come across. It was a um, seven seven a Turkish seven inch by a guy called Nino Nicolaidis. And when I heard that, I just like bought loads of their stuff. And you know, it's um, they're what, just one of those like labels that just go out into far flung corners of the world and dig out amazing music from history so that one from Lebanon in the ni- in the 1970s that Nino Nicolaidis one from Turkey in like the 70s as well loads of sort of like intense electronic sort of dance disco stuff cool I want to I'm going to keep us in the sort of same sort of period a couple of years later we're going to go early 80s and we're going all the way across the road across the road across the world <laughs> across the road across the road from Lebanon to no across the world uh, to Brazil for some mercenarias I was just I was deciding what to play on the podcast sort of while I was working today and a guy I know called Tom Ellis he runs a sort of great hardcore label Static Shock Records and he also just works in he works in Rough Trade East um, just posted just on his Facebook that um uh, this track essentially saying like who are these guys never heard this before this is brilliant so I thought I'd give it a listen and it is brilliant it's sort of like post-punk weird shouty Brazilian early 80s it's called Mercenarias sort of like in the mould of maybe the slits or something like that but with something a bit different let's give it a listen then shall we one minute long
How good is that? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, until like twenty seconds in was just wait till the uh, wait till the singing starts. So, that is amazing. Kind of reminded me of some sort of like Brazilian anal cunt. <laughs> I'm DJing at a wedding in Brazil in September, and I know what I'm slipping in for the first dance. <laughs> <laughs> the first dance. Yeah. Or maybe it's the song after the first dance. The one that sort of gets the family onto the dance floor. <laughs> it took me about four seconds to be like, I love this already. That was amazing. It's kind of a similar to that sort of um, that. Uh, what was that uh, post-punk sort of disco like compilation that Strut put out? Yeah, it's had uh, mind your own disco, business. Not disco? Yeah, it's sort of like in a weird way similar to that. Yeah, because like, sort of like fit, post-punk fit on the dance end of somewhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe like at, right at the end with that singing just like slipped in there. It's just like it's like a sort of like ESG of just trying to casually like listen to mayhem, slip <laughs> 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 it in a bit. Also, you know, just bit 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 singing, you know, yeah, bit 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 black metal. No, man, that was, very, that was really enjoyable. So, um, is there a way of picking that up? Yeah, so I looked, so as I said, I you will have heard this pretty much the first time I did. I looked into them since, and they've had some reissues on Soul Jazz. So, sort of compilation of this stuff. And the singles, the sevens, don't seem like they're silly expensive. So, if you want to look into them, they're so Brazil from the early 80s. I'm just like, I want to pull up this again, make sure And they're called Mercenarius. And um, they've got a band camp. Uh, mercenarius.bandcamp.com presumably something along, you those, try and spell some, some, something, something along those lines you, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to find it put on mercenarius soul jazz or mercenarius brazilian post-punk you yeah. know you'll find it okay yeah yeah okay um, next up for me going sort of midway between Lebanon and Brazil London <laughs> uh, Scotland <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. So a, a bit further north than those two places <laughs> Uh, this is a brand new project from a guy I've been a fan of for lots of years. So a guy called Johnny Common released a record on the fantastic song by Toad Recordings last year, towards the end of last year. Released another one on brilliant Manchester label Red Deer Club a couple of years before that. Been around a long time, just released those two records. This is a hip-hop side project he's got with... Johnny Commons doing hip-hop. Yeah, man. But he's sort of like, his music's not too dissimilar to that it's, anyway. It's like a little bit, kind of a bit sort of glitchy edge. He better not be doing any rapping. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. I'm, I imagine I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, man, it's great. Is, it, is this released on Somewhere Toad? Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, coming out on Save As, which is a label I wasn't too afraid of. Uh, afraid of? I wasn't afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware of that. Oh, I think there's something sub, sub, in my subconscious there that, I, yeah, maybe it's just the thought of Scottish rapping scares me. It scares me. The thought of Johnny Common rapping scares me, guys. But no, like, okay, I'm going to play this and stop. I'm going to regather myself, I think. Uh, this is, yeah, the band is called Carbs. Play TV, late night channel 4, pre-millennium, did things to me, 
know Covered by my mum's licence fee And these days it makes me feel lost Adverts hurt my ears Fast food hurts my tummy Luxury, luxury Your body is empty and Luxury, luxury Your body was created empty Are you feeling the feeling of feeling becoming peripheral? For real? Yes! Eating upsets me Well I'm an angry sleeper What is the point of this? Show me the science bit the Details, details Contact microphone alone in the studio Life go on without me So yeah, that's uh, Carbs. The sounds of Carbs. The track is called Life Drawing. It's taken from the album called Joyous Material Failure, which isn't out for ages. It's out on the 11th of September. Christ, early announcement for a little indie record there. That's it. Only um, the video went out this week. Well, Mind you, it's only July, August, September. Three months. Yeah, so it's a decent... decent yeah, well, um, I yeah, I think I like that. Maybe. I think I, yeah, yeah, maybe you were kind of chattering maybe, a lot through yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. No, it's wicked. The um, the sort of it's, I've written down here like it's like it sounds like tobacco with a Scottish MC because <laughs> it's got that really glitchy like um, mess behind it. It's brilliant. So so the guy, the band, so Carbs. It's a duo. It's Johnny Common who we talked about before, and it's uh, James Scott from Conquering Animal Sound. Other also, oh, ex- right, so I've seen them, but I've seen Conquering Animal Sound before. Yeah, other excellent Scottish band. So yeah, out on Save As, I don't know, I don't know who that label is, and Possibly I self-release maybe, am maybe? now not scared of them. No, it's not actually. Oh, I'm glad you got, glad yeah, you got over that I've, in the interim. Uh, I've got over that. They have the best Bandcamp URL of anything I've ever seen High before, which is yeah, it's only good for geeks, um, which is. Shift command s dot bandcamp dot com. It's a shift cmds dot bandcamp dot com. What does that do? Uh, on a computer, it's save as. 
It's the, oh, it's oh, the keyboard it shortcut for saving. So I love it because I'm a bit of a geek. But it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they have a couple of compilations on there. Uh, I think they did a Conquering Animal Sound release. A couple of compilations. There's a couple of Cobb songs, Johnny Common songs, and a few other things on there. So maybe they're involved in the label somehow. But yeah, out 11th of September. Not sure what format's on yet, but I'm looking forward to hearing more. Cool. So saying like earlier in the podcast, uh, we uh, had the first cunt probably ever in a podcast. And I thought in a podcast, well, ever. in a podcast by us, and then we were like that we remember, and then we were like, and I was like, I'm sure I've got another. That's because I'm playing a track by Drum Cunt. This is, <laughs> Drum Cunt is a say electric- one word or two words. <sighs> Fuck knows, mate. Ah, uh, say say if it's one word, then it's not a cunt. It's a drum cunt. <laughs> but if it is two words, it is a cunt because it is drum cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, maybe um, I'll have to look that up. Anyway, Drum Cunt is a duo uh, featuring one part of Hey Colossus, I believe. Uh, my favourite band I, at the moment. I, I seen them play at the Lexington at a Quieter show a few years back, and then they went a bit quiet, as far as I know. And then I just Reese from the band sent me this track a couple of days ago. Brand new song from them. From, Out of the blue for the forthcoming record. Yeah, yeah. Just see, just because I book Hey Colossus and just there's all, I'm on their their radar sort of thing. Yeah. I think he's in Hey Glosses. It better be right. Elsewise, it just look like a prize tit. But I think I think that's right. Anyway. There's plenty of people in Hey Colossus. There's a decent chance. It's like... Yeah. Um, so this is a brand new track from them. This is called Teenagers.
heard it here first. That is drum cunt, one word. Um, and the song's so it's not called, even a swear word. No, mate, not at all. In my life. And the song's called Teenager. So that is an exclusive play. Yeah, you. Oh, exactly. We should have banged exclusive. So we've got exclusive play and exclusive play. Okay, so there's the How's new that? jingle. <laughs> exclusive play. <laughs> so we like that. Uh, Terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, fix. But no, the. Um, so I don't know where, who that if that if that's got a label yet or if it, when it's coming out or anything. I think it's just they've just recorded it and they're getting it together and they're seeing what they're going to do. Yeah, wicked, huh? It's nice to hear some new music. In fact, we've had like we've done this this thing again where we play yeah, loads yeah. of upcoming music, and yeah, maybe that's where we're going now. Yeah, except we're sort of like not forcing it, but it seems to be vaguely the way that it's going. And I'm going to continue it going. Actually, no, I'm not, because this album came out towards the end of last year on sort of digital formats, and now it's only just got this week, like this very di- well, not this day because they've moved release dates to Friday now. Oh, haven't that's they? happened now, hasn't it? My label's yeah. been too. So, Eleventh. Oh, so, so the week, so the yeah. global release day is on the Friday of every. Such a weird day to have a release because no good for journalists. It's um, an international thing. That's why it's because uh, that's why it is in America. And so the because of digital music, it makes sense to combat piracy. Apparently, to have one global release date. No, 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 no I do understand that, but it's like obviously release day is a big day for for music publications, you yeah. know, because there's lots of reviews and they're seeing who's gonna, who the you know the guys who uh, what what I'm looking for, what are the guy the the who assigns reviewers and all that. So it's an important day. And like Friday, it comes through. There, it's just. I don't want to work late. Well, I want to go party party. No, well, reviewers get it months in advance. No, I know, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know, I don't know. No, it's, I don't know, it doesn't, I don't know. Basically, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't support it. Yeah, you I'm don't like re- change. I'm going to be really English about this. Yeah, I, don't I don't like I don't, I don't know. Exa- I don't know the exact issues, but I know thoroughly that I don't support yeah. it. I think it's one of those things that doesn't really make a huge amount of difference. Um, I guess the main thing would probably be I guess it's great for shops and stuff like that if the, the brand new releases are at, there at the weekend, but how many releases sell out? Yeah. I remember when I was a young'un and when people still bought physical music, I would like skive off school in the morning, sorry mum, to dive in, to go into like HMV or somewhere or Crash Records in Leeds and pick up like the new releases oh, yeah. first thing on a Monday because I, re- I know they're limited. I remember like spending like more than the going price. So let's say the CD was £15. So let's say 20 oh. And let's say 20 I don't remember. To get, Rage, to get Rage Against the Machine, Battle of Los Angeles, a week before release <laughs> because of the guy already had it in the shop in the yeah. back but couldn't put it out yet. And I convinced him to sell it to me for like more money. Yeah, it was, and then I was really disappointed because it's not a great record. But Crash Records in Leeds used to do that with promos, jingles in East Princess. <laughs> jingles in East. <laughs> that's what it's called. Is that yeah. still there? No, unfortunately, it's now like a laptop repair shop. Oh well, they it lasted um, years after I left. Like only maybe like five years ago, maybe I don't know. Yeah, for, yeah. Crash Records in Leeds. I remember a friend of mine came into school with the Ian Brown. It was Ian Brown Fear, yeah. like promo CD. <laughs> So it's just the song. It's just like, oh, I've got this song crash. It's like, what? That's not out for like three weeks. It's like, I know. I asked them for it, and they sold it to me <laughs> for like a stupid amount of money. But um, you know, that's um, that's what that's what it was like before the internet. Yeah. Like when, when, when you have to spend twenty quid on a CD and <laughs> haggle with the owner to try to, <laughs> to try to get some music. But no, uh, Crash Records is still there, as far as I know, and yeah, it was a great one as well. I first started buying vinyl, really, like 
is when I, I went in there once to buy Chuck 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 me and Juliani down by the schoolyard great <laughs> great track and was just asked them if they had it and then they just disappeared and then came back with this beautiful 12 inch vinyl and I was expecting a CD and I was like I'll, I'll have that I'll have that and so yeah that was it no records and jingles unfortunately not that I remember anyway I only remember CDs in there uh, yeah well that was the day where most so Crash Records upstairs well the the ground floor was like all CDs and downstairs they had like dance music vinyl yeah. but anyway enough reminiscing this is a track that is out on vinyl this week so or maybe last Friday or maybe this coming Friday but yeah it's a band called The Bank and this track is called The King of Stones <laughs>
that's the sounds of the bank. The track is called "The King of Stones." As as always saying, it was sounding like a bit of ga- a Game of Thrones. The King of Stones. King of Stones. I think that's the new George R. R. Martin like installment of uh, Sword of Fire and Ice. Is that what, is that what the series Song is called? Song of Ice and Fire. Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. See, here is a man who has only watched the TV show versus a man who has read the books. Uh, yeah. The album is called Europa Central it's Europa Center it's out now on Ambassador's reception Don't anything L- about these people who, who's the uh, bank guy? so I have a paragraph here which I'm going to read for you now oh. uh, there which I wrote myself so it's almost original they're an Italian three-piece funk and afro disco band they reloc- relocated a fair few years back to Lagos in Nigeria uh, it says here where I've written that uh, they made a living playing weddings, hotels, corporate events, and they played at the international bankers' meeting that paid them a load of money one day. So they used the money and bought a minivan and then just toured, like toured around. Um, when they were in the US, they were back in band for a guy called Jeff Jones, who is lost on me, but you know, acclaimed singer songwriter Jeff Jones, and they got stuck in uh, Utah in Lake Tahoe, and. At that place in like his studio, they recorded their first album, which was called Upper Class. And yeah, that got picked up a couple of years later by Bear Funk Records in here in London town. Bear Funk Records. Here in London. not Yeah. And this record, so this is their second re- record. It's called Europa Centre. It's out on Ambassador's Reception. And like looking at their website, like I couldn't find a huge amount of information about the label itself, but they had like... A lot. Uh, it kind of made out that they were part of a collective with a couple of other labels, so Valley Sound, Future Nuggets, both I'm not aware of. But the third one, African Road Trip, I am aware of and have re-released loads of amazing sort of like funk and disco from Africa. Oh, all new to me, I think. So they released an amazing record like late last year um, called, it's a self-titled album by a band called Sucky. Like S W O K I E. Very little was known about them, and it was produced by a guy called Joe Bisso, who very little is known no, about Joe him. Joe Bisso is a Nigerian um, disco like yeah, producer. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I've got something from Joe Bisso. So, but very little is known about Joe yeah. Bisso that I could find. But like he, you know, he has a lot of big hits that yeah, people yeah. do know. Um, but yeah, so it's there's a lot of interesting stuff around there. So if you want to dig around that you can do ambassadorsreception.com and yeah if you want to learn more about the bank or listen to more of their music www.thebankmusic.com cool gonna keep um sort of gonna move south down to south africa i like how we're moving (laughs) (laughs) well you know to play music from all over the world i I like that sometimes on my radio shows like i kind of like look at what i've played and i'm just like thailand nigeria England, Colombia. The internet's amazing, and isn't like, it? And I'm like, like I'm like quite quick with like what I've been sort of records I've been playing. And I was like, oh great. Um, when you say the internet's amazing, you mean that we have access to all this music yeah, from all over. It makes the world it a lot easier. Otherwise, we might not. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to play some brand new Shangan Electro from Nozinga. Um, Nozinga was sort. Of, he was the guy who did. Um, he was the sort of main man for Shangan Electro. We did that compilation on Alice Johns. Came out in 2010. Um, I'm trying to remember a song that he sings on that's really, really funny. It's got like a really low budget video. Whatever. Can't remember. Good, nice link camp. Um, but, <laughs> but he's now signed. So he hasn't done a record in five years. I think he's toured quite a lot. Um, 
he's playing in London on Saturday the 18th of July at the Walthamstow Garden Festival. That is this coming which, Saturday. Which, which I'm going to be present at. And he's signed to Warp Records for this um, for this record. So I think it sort of shows the sort of Shangan sort of style, but perhaps a little bit less mad. Excited about this. Than some others, but it's a, it's a good track. She's a bomba She's a bomba So that's the sounds of Nzinga, and it wouldn't be the independent music podcast if there wasn't a completely terrible attempt to pronounce something. Yeah, that's and true. And the track's called Zihukwani. That's way off. It's going to be a Jaysa. Jaysa. It's like Xavi, the Barcelona midfielder. Yeah. As I said, it wouldn't be the podcast if we didn't make a completely botched attempt at pronouncing something. But as I said before, at least we're trying. Yeah, thanks to Mike for pointing out the irony of his uh, criticising, well, not criticising, but taking the 
taking the Mickey to use a t- old ter- old out of, the, ter- out of the mirror, out of for, the their, mirror. for their Euros childs yes. when we sit there messing it up yes. week in week out. Yeah, multiple times <laughs> last week as well. So we're gonna we we're gonna end on a song from Gazi, but then while we were recording, we just seen that a new song from Shopping, London-based trio. Great Absolutely man. brilliant London based trio shopping has just gone online right this very second. So he thought, God damn it, it's got to go on. This is called Why Wait. I managed to fit that in even though it's sort of like only two minutes long and that's the first time either of us have heard it yeah so it's sort of a live review and my review is good I like it it's very <laughs> similar to their last album by their mate their, was it Consumer Complaints yeah I was chatting album? to Andrew about it and he was just like oh no it was actually it was Rachel from the band she was like yeah she's like we done it been through it so many times like oh is it more poppy is it more everything uh, I'm not sure if it's similar it's pretty and poppy, it's like, I think it's kind of like she's like like, I think it's going to sound the same. I think, yeah, yeah, probably the same. They're a pretty poppy band anyway. So. Well, yeah, yeah, it's about pop. Yeah, certainly like accessible hooks sort of thing. Absolutely. Shopping all about the hooks. Yeah. So, yeah. So, very good. That's going to be released on Fat Cat Records. Oh, nice. Uh, signed to Fat Cat for a couple of albums, I believe. And um, they've also got got another label for, their, for the US, but I couldn't tell you who it is. Yeah. Who released their last album? Self-released on Milk Records. Yeah, great record. So, I'm going to end the podcast uh, with a track. And but before then, we're gonna say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And yeah, so if you listening on Mixcloud or you can get the podcast on iTunes, you can get on Pocket Cash, you can get wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening on iTunes, you can also listen on Mixcloud, or you know. And if you're listening on iTunes, you can give us a good review because it helps uh, expand where it gets our search better. 
and gets yeah bumps us up the the ratings. Yeah. I'll search is all right on iTunes. It's Pocket Casts where you need to God damn sort, you Pocket sort Casts. It sort it out. But yeah, thank you for listening as always. And yeah, I'm going to leave you with this. It's a track that from a record that came out about four years ago. It came out CD and digitally, and it's this week got a vinyl release um, after a campaign on Beat Delete. Are you aware of Beat Delete, Anthony Chalmers? Um, no. So Beat Delete is a Ninja Tune run service where you can pledge uh, to buy a record if it gets a repress. So people will put out of, like out of print records on there, and if enough people say I would buy this, then then they'll do a repress, and then they'll take your money then, and you know it's all very wonderful way, and it's sounds sensible talk. Yeah, it's fantastic. I think actually now you talk about it, I remember me and you talking about it when they sort of announced that they were doing that yeah. a few years back. Yeah, it's co- it's a couple of years old now. Uh, I've had a few records come through there. It's yeah, brilliant, brilliant service. Beatdelete.com is the URL. I definitely like. Go and check it out. See if there's stuff. They've got brilliant. It's run by Ninja Tune, so you've got pretty much so all not, the so Ninja Tune so is, it, is it just like Ninja and Big Dada? No, stuff, not or? at all. Like so, this record originally came out on Wawa uh, Wawa Forty Five, who yeah. we have played before. We played that Delhi Sasimi yeah, uh, track yeah. a couple of podcasts back. So now any label. So if you run a label and you've got an out, if you're lucky enough to have sold out of <laughs> something, and you want a low risk way of maybe making yeah. more money. Go to Beat Delete and they'll put it on there. But like Leaf Label have some stuff on there and a couple of other brilliant labels. Some cool. self-release stuff is also on there. And so this album is by the Hackney Colliery Band. Oh, right. So there we go. Oh, I know what this one is now. I've heard this. Yeah, so actually when we were at Glastonbury a yeah, couple you, of weeks you, ago... Yeah, you shazammed this, didn't I you? I did in, shazam In it. the backstage bar of West Holt. I did. Glastonbury has not fried my brain so much that I cannot remember these things. Is exactly when I did it. And it did come out on 7-inch um, last September. And yeah, so Hackney Colliery Band, nine-piece band from London. They do a lot of amazing covers. They also do, do some of their own stuff. They released their second album at the end of 2013, and I'm assuming they've got another one in the pipeline. This is from their self-titled debut album. Uh, You can check out their releases at hackneycolleryband.bandcamp.com. And yeah, this is fantastic cover. We're going to leave you with this. This is No Diggity.
It's a tornado of farts. <laughs>